Okay, Daf Ayin Hey. We're starting from the bottom of Ayin Dalid. I'm going to base at the bottom. Turn around, Bonin. We're going to be focusing here for the next three, four days uh, about the halachas of a chol. Okay, we we brought up this topic a few times over the last uh, few few blot and uh, uh, throughout the various masechtes and Noshim. But there's a concept of a chol. The pasuk says in Parshas Emor, there's two sets of Parshas in Parshas. There's going to be a lot of psukim to daushin, so you have to just keep track of the psukim. So the psukim say in Parshas Emor, there's two Parshas. One is by a kain stab, by a kain hedget, and one is by a kain gadol. By a kain hedget, the pasuk says isha zayna v'chalala lo yikachu v'isha grusha misha lo yikachu. So a kain hedget is not allowed to marry a grusha. He's not allowed to marry a zayna. He's not allowed to marry someone called a halala. But the Pasuk does not say what a halala is. The Pasuk also doesn't say what a zayna is, but a zayna, at least we have some concept of what a zayna is. It's machlaikis, but uh, uh, the details, but we understand the zayna. Halala does not explain at all. In the next part, in the part of Koen Gadol, it says similarly, He's also, we'll see why it has to repeat it by Koen Gadol later on uh, in the, the Dafim. but it also says over here he cannot marry a halala. However, here there's another Pasuk. The Pasuk says, If he marries one of these people that's quote unquote usser, we'll see the details, then it's Michalel Zarei Ba'amav. So we get a clue and how you create a chol. A chol is somewhat, at least, from a some sort of usser type of relationship. We'll see the nature of those relationships that create a chol, but there's going to be a chol is a result of that. Now, as we'll see through the darshaning of these various psukim, there's actually two ways to create a chol. A chol could be the child from an usser relationship, or a chol could also be the wife itself. The woman who he married, she also could become a chol. What the nature of that is, what creates a woman uh, who has that type of usser, that's going to be today's Gemara. There's one more Pasuk to look at. And that is later on, the Pasuk is talking about a, uh, the Pasuk is talking about a woman who was a Baskoyin, and it says, So she can go back to her, her father's house. That's what we said before, but we said, If she marries someone called an Izor, So even though she was eating Kachim by her father's house, when she marries an Izor, then she's no longer allowed to eat Kachim. The Gemara Nevamis the uh, one that another way that you can create a chol, and that's going to be the nature of Argamar as well. So it says Argamar as well. Then of you have a boy. A boy is at least nine years old because if he's less than nine years old, his ma'isabia is not considered a ma'isabia at all. So fine, but it doesn't have to be a bar mitzvah as long as he is nine years old, and he has the following yichus. One of these, either he's a ger. Or he's an Amoni, or a Mayavi, or a Mitzri, or a Doimi, or a Kusi, or an Asin, or a Chalal, or a Mamzer. So one of these, uh, one of these pedigrees, Shabal Kahanis for the Vyavas Yisrael, and he is Mizanet with any woman, any Jewish woman, so says the Tanakama Paslua. That woman now becomes Puzzle from ever marrying a Kite. Now, the ones in that list that were Isurim, so we understand that she was Mizana B'Isr, so she becomes possible to marry a Kayin. What the nature of that psul is, is actually Machlaikis Rishonim. Is she could they're considered a Chalala? Is she considered a Zaina? Or is she considered that Baskoin Kisili Ish Zar Pasuk, which I quoted, which the Gemoni Vamis uses for a lot of these drushas? It's debatable exactly how to, to be Magdir, exactly what the Isr is, but she is clearly also to marry a Kayin for one of those three reasons. Now, there's two others that are listed here, which are not Isurim. A Ger. Right? If a Ger marries a Bas Yisrael, or even a Bas Kayin, we said Bas Kayin is not usher to marry a Ger. There's no Isur whatsoever. And even though there's no Isur whatsoever, we are saying that she now becomes usher to ever marry a Kayin. 
First of all, that's going to be a machlekes in the Gemara in a few blocks from now, and we'll see what the makar for that halacha is. The second one that's interesting in this list is the chalol. A chalol is allowed to marry a bas Yisrael. A chalol is allowed to marry a bas Kain. There's no issue there whatsoever at all. And yet we say that she becomes a chalol. We'll discuss what the halacha of the child is. That will also come up in the next few blot. But she becomes a chalol. Paslua, she becomes usher as well. Even though there's no iser per se in the marriage year at all. It's a totally mutter marriage. But she now becomes usher to marry a koyin moving forward. Again, we'll have to see what the, what the nature of that drush is. It's going to be from the pasuk of Baskan Kishil Izar. Even if she married someone beheter, but he is a chalol from kuna, she becomes a chalol as well. Or, or some sort of halacha like that. So those are the three types of halachas we have in this b'risa. Isurim, if she marries a ger, which is debatable what the halachic status of the child is, and if she marries a chol. So the Tanakhama says in all these cases, plus slua. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi is not so simple. There's another factor you have to take into consideration. Kol shezare posel posel. If the children from this relationship would be usher to marry a kain, then the wife herself becomes usher to marry a kain. Kol shezare posel, but if the children are not posel, we'll see what he's talking about in a second, ain't a posel, then the mother herself also does not become posel. It's, it's a result of the posel of the child. That's what creates the isser on the mother. What is he talking about? Hold on, the more we'll explain. Rishingam Leolim, Rishingam Leolim says a third Hagdara. Kol shatanese bitoi, atanese almanasai. Vichol shi atanese bitoi, i atanese almanasai. He seems to be saying very similar to Rishi, except that Rishi said it has to do with children, and Rishingam Leolim says it has to do with the daughter. If the daughter of this relationship is also to marry a Kayin, then you are now then the mother herself becomes puzzle as well. If the daughter of this relationship is allowed to marry a Kayin or is allowed to marry into the to the Kahal, then the mother does not become puzzle. What is going on here? What are these three shitas? Says the Gemara. My First of all, what's In all these cases, the Chaira, when the person marries this woman, the child becomes puzzle. If she marries a mamza, the child's a mamza. If she marries, uh, if she marries. And a sin, the child's in a sin. All these halachas, the child is puzzled. So what is the machlaikis? So Mitzri Shani Ikemenayu. Ah, Valdika case. What if you have a Mitzri Shani? Now we know Mitzri Shlishi is Mutter Lava Bikal. So if the father is a Mitzri Shani, so now the child is actually Mutter. So does the mother become usher now to marry a Kayin moving forward? Oh, and they learn it out. How do you learn out the limud from Kain Gadol Ba'almana? Tanakama Sabra, Ki Kain Gadol Ba'almana. We know that the issue that we're familiar with is Kain Gadol Ba'almana. Now, Tosis points out, we actually, as I mentioned, are not learning this out from the Kain Gadol Ba'almana. We actually learn it out from Baskain Kisil Ishzor. But the Gemara says we have to fit it into the, to the parameters of Kain Gadol Ba'almana. We know Kain Gadol Ba'almana creates a chalol, so here also it has to fit in the same parameters. What are those parameters? Tanakama says, Ma Kain Gadol Ba'almana should be Yosibavir, Sanavera, and that creates a chalolus on the child and on the mother. Upaisel Ba, Afkol should be Yosibavir, Paisel. Therefore, anything which is created in a Vera Be'isr, even though it's not Lachari, we're not talking about here an Isr Kahuna. We're talking here about regular Isr, a woman who marries a Mitzri Shani, still it makes her puzzle from being a Kain. Again, whether that's called a chalol, or it's called a zayna, whatever you want to call it, she's also to marry a kain, similar to the lach of Amana, the kain gadol. Whereas the says, no, 
Right? He says, you missed one Nakuda. You're right. It's like Kohen Gamano, but you missed the point there. Ma Kohen Gamano, Shazarei Pasol, by Kohen Gamano, all those children are Chalolim, and they're Aser. And therefore, because they're Aser, therefore it affects the mother, and the mother is also now Aser to marry Kohen Upoiso. Avkol Shazarei Pasol, Poisel, any one of these relationships which creates puzzle children, will also puzzle the mother. Lafuki Mitzvisheni. Whereas if she married a Mitzvisheni, even though it's Ba'avera, She'en Zari Puzzle, the children are not puzzle. The third generation Mitzrim children are mutter to marry into Kalah Yisrael, and therefore the children are not puzzle, and therefore the mother itself will not become puzzle from marrying a Kayin moving forward. So this is the Machalist Tanakam and Rebbe, specifically in this one case of a woman who marries a Mitzri Shane. That case, yes? No, 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 no. It's just a, it's a Hagdar of the stat, it's a Hagdar of the Isser. It's, it's not a particular woman. It's not, a, it's not a lock on her particular case. It's Agdara of the type of the Isser. If it's a type of the Isser, that could be, it's not if she has children. It's that in, theoretically, children would be possible. That defines us the nature of the Isser. So he seems to be saying very much similar to Rabbi but he focuses on is the daughter puzzle. Not the all the children, but the daughter. What is his issue? Says the My ikabin Rabbi Yisrael Shem Gamliel. Where's Rabbi Shem Gamliel? Seem to be more mekel. Amar Ula Ger Amoni Meavi ikabinayu. What if she marries a Ger Amoni Meavi? Now Ger Amoni Meavi is an Isser, right? Amoni Meavi Loyave Bekal Hashem. However, if you have children, if the children are men, males, they're also Loyave Bekal Hashem. They're Amoni Meavi. If the children are daughters, Amoni Loy Amonis, and Amonis is allowed to marry into Kal Hashem. So, says the Gemara, V'shneim lo'am do'am, mikayin gala ba'amana. The B'yaisi, however, the drasha B'yaisi just said is, kikayin gala ba'amana, makayin gala ba'amana, shazare posel upaisel, some of the children are posel, in the Kangalos case, all the children are posel, and therefore, the mother is posel, afkal shazare posel upaisel. If you have, could theoretically have posel children, the mother becomes posel, and by now, money and my the male children are posel, so that's enough to posel the mother. Shagam Lil says, no, Yes, it's like Kohen Gadol but my Kohen Gadol she calls our apostle, the men, the boys, or the girls that you have from a Kohen Gadol become Chalol, Chalol, and are also to marry a Kohen. Af kol she calls our apostle, and therefore only of these relationships, like Mamzer, etc., where all the children are also love Abikal, that creates an Isra around the mother. Afil in a Kavis. Lafuki Gera, Moni Mayavi, in a Kavis, have Ksheris love Abikal. If they have daughters, the daughters are actually Mutter love Abikal. Damar Mar, Amoni. And therefore, the girls are mutter to marry into Klai Yisrael. If the girls are mutter, then the mothers are not possible. So we have three Agdaras now of what creates a Cholol, at least on the mother. Okay? Rabbi Yaisi said it's Dabr Shabbat Avera. That's Rabbi Yaisi. That was the Tanakamas Hagdara. Rabbi Yaisi and Shimon say, I don't care if it comes by Avera. I'm learning it out from the... You'll see when we get later on in the, in the parak from the Pesukim that they're learning out from, it's very much totally on the children. Because the Pesuk never says Beferish. We'll see that in a second. The Pesuk never says Beferish that she becomes a Chol. It never says it. No, but she's not allowed to marry that man. We, yes, but why does that make her also to marry a Kayan moving forward? Just she married some Mr. Shkoyach. Why is she now also to marry a Kayan? Okay? If, obviously, but she, well, no, her husband died. So she's an Almana. Okay? She's an Almana. She can marry a Kayan. 
But she, we, we're going to learn how she's also to marry a Kayan. What is the nature of that Isser? So we're saying now, Tanakhama says, anything you marry Beser is Aser. That's it. Either because she becomes a Chalala, or she becomes a Zaina, however you want to categorize it. Pashup Shad, according to Rashi, and most of Shas, she becomes a Chalala. Where is that learned from? We'll learn it from a Pasuk later on. Okay. Says of Yaisin of Shimon, that's true that she did something Beser, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she's now Aser to marry Koy moving forward. It depends on how that affects her children. If she created Chalolim, or theoretically created halalim with this relationship, then she herself also becomes a chal. Yaisi says all of her children have to be chal, as opposed to Mitzvah anywhere. None are, and, 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 and I'm sorry, any of her children, as opposed to Mitzvah Gamliel, says even if some of her children are going to be kosher, then she is able to be kosher, like if she marries an Ammonia Moyabas. But it's all of learned out, at least according to Yaisi and Mitzvah Gamliel, from what she did to her children. If she did bad things to her children, and they could become chal, then she becomes a chal as well. What's an almanas isa? It's a funny word. So isa like dough, mixed up. So the way Rashi learns it is, if you have someone who's a suffolk chalol, so if someone who's a suffolk chalol and he marries a woman, does she now become usher to marry a kohen and does that affect her children? It says, All these three shitas we just mentioned would agree that this woman now is usher to marry a kohen. She married a suffolk chalot. Man maker by Tana. Who's the most maker of all these Tana we just learned? Is a Shingam Leel. Shingam Leel says uh, not only is an Ammonia, not only is a Mitzvishani make, not maker into Chol, but even Ammoni does not make into Chol. He's the most maker. And what was his Agdara? So in this case, it's a question of, can you marry the daughter? If you can marry the daughter, not a chol. If you cannot marry the daughter, you are a chol. Can a, if a person's a Suffolk chol and he marries a woman, is that daughter mutter to marry a kohen? The answer is no. Right? She's a Suffolk chalol, a Suffolk chalol. She's definitely going to be usher. Oh, so wait a second. The Gemara is going to use that term in a second. But at this point, we're assuming there's one Suffolk we have over here. The Suffolk is, is this daughter mutter to? Is she has one Suffolk. Is she mutter? The answer is, she's usher. And she, the daughter does not have a cheskes kashrus. That's the key over here. The daughter was born besafik. She doesn't have a cheskes kashrus. If she doesn't have a cheskes kashrus, the daughter is going to be usher to marry a kohen. So according to Shingam Leo, once the daughter is usher to marry a kohen, then the mother also gets that din chalol, and the mother also, moving forward, cannot marry a kohen. So therefore, that's why everybody, the mother herself becomes basal. Uh, let's see it inside. What is Shingamliel's case that he's focusing on? And therefore he would say, everybody would agree that a suffix hole would passle the child, that's clear, and therefore it also passles the mother, even though the mother has a cheskes kashrus. Even though the mother has a cheskes kashrus, once we passle the child, we automatically passle the mother. But, but that's not, even that is not so posher. There is a town who argues on that. The Tanan, that at least the mother is able to go ahead and marry a kohen afterwards. Why? My taima have a svek sveka. Now, Rashi says this is a borrowed term. Normally, svek sveka, when we use it in terms of isvaheta, means you have two different svekas. I'm not sure if it's this or this, and I'm not sure if it's that or that. A double suffix, we always say, is you can make Even if you have suffix, the rice or but a svek sveka, you can make lakula. Now, this is not a svek sveka, the way Rashi explains it. Tais is adult from Shat and Sugya. Rashi says, that, why is this called a svek sveka, according to this man, Because the suffix is not in her. The suffix is in the husband. 
The husband's a suffolk chol. She is one step removed from that suffolk, and therefore we can be more makel in this situation. Even according to this man, the Emmer, it's clear the child, it seems, would be usher. Right, the child would be us, because child has no cheskes kashrus whatsoever. But the mother, who at least has a cheskes kashrus, we're not going to pass alert from suffering from somebody else. Okay, there's a big chiddush way Rashi learns the sugya. That's clearly the way Rashi learns the sugya. So we come out here a fourth shita now in Hilchas Chalola. Then in a situation where the mother is only going to become a suffic chalol and she has a cheskes kashrus, there is a shita here that says the mother would be kosher, even though the child is going to be us. So keep these four sheets in mind as we go through the next few blot and the drushes of it, how we learn all these halachas and where they come from. Moving back to the Mishnah for a moment. We said in the Mishnah, we had Shittas or Belazar in the Mishnah. Belazar argued in everything we said about a Shtuki. We had said, Da Raisa, a Shtuki is allowed to marry a Mamzer, and a Shtuki is allowed to marry a Bas Yisrael. There's only Mamzer Vade is Asr, and only Kahal Vade is Asr, otherwise a Mutter. We said, Medrabana, Maila Asu Biyuchsun, and a Shtuki should not marry a Bas Yisrael. Belazar argued in the Mishnah. Belazar said, A Mamzer can marry a Mamzer, but a Shtuki cannot marry anybody. Shtuki cannot marry anybody. Shtuki cannot marry a mamza, Shtuki cannot marry. It's not clear from the Merlazar in the Mishnah, the Gemara does not explain. And we said this already. Is Rebelazar telling you a dinda araisa? Or is Rebelazar telling you a dinda abanan of Maila Asubyuksin? Could be he's telling you a dinda araisa. He argues on all those drushes we had before at Bakal, and he holds a Shtuki is also deraisa to everybody. Or it could be he holds deraisa, their mutter, like we said, but just like we did Maila Asubyuksin, and we said a Shtuki cannot marry a Basisrael, he also went ahead and extended that and said a Shtuki cannot marry a Mamzer, a Shtuki cannot marry anybody. So that was Rebelazar's point. So how do we pass it? Amr Yehuda Marav, Halacha Kerbelazar. We pass it like a Belazar that a Shtuki is taka Asr. When they said this halacha to Shmuel, Amar, Amar, Amar Li, he Shmuel said, Hill, Shaina, we already learned from Hill the Paisek Ador. That I saw you, Yachsan Alami Bavel, our mission is beginning to prepare for Kula Mutar and Lava Zebazeh, Veatel Amar, Halacha Belazar. The Mishnah Befer said, the first parak, the first Mishnah of the parak, that a Shtuki is allowed to marry everybody. Shtuki can marry a Mamzer at least, and which was the halacha we had said. And now you're telling me, Yachsan Alami Bavel, that a Shtuki is not allowed to marry anybody? So we seem to have a Machlaik, he said, Rav and Shmuel, how we paskin. Rav Paskin's Rebelazar Shtuki is usher to everybody. And Shmuel Paskin's like our Mishnah, the original Mishnah, that a Shtuki is allowed to marry a Mamzer. So the Rami, the Rav, the Rav, Rami, the Shmuel, the Shmuel, the Rav, 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 the the Rav, the Rav, the engaged, and now she comes along and she's pregnant. Okay, so who's the husband? Theoretically, she should not be, who's the father of the child? Theoretically, she should not be with, have been with her husband yet. Even though they had an Arison, they didn't have any suin. In most places in Kalei Yisrael, they did not live together only after Arison. And therefore, who this child is by definition a Shtuki. Okay, so what is that halacha? Rav Amar Vlad Mamzer. Shul Amar Vlad Shtuki. Now, what does that mean? Clearly, it's not a Vade Mamzer. We don't know for sure that this child's a Mamzer. Must be Rav Amar Vlad Mamzer, Mutas Mamzeres. Must be Rav says he's a Shtuki, but a Shtuki can marry anybody. Which is exactly the opposite of what Rav just basked. Shmuelamavlad Shtuki meaning Vlasmamzeres, and he's not allowed to marry anybody. So that's the opposite of what Shmuel said. So totally opposite psak. So my epoch, switch around the sheetis in this mimer. Ravamavlad Shtuki, and also from everybody like Rabbi Lazar, Shmuelamavlad Mamzer, and can marry, it doesn't mean Mamisha Mamzer, it means a Shtuki who's allowed to marry a Mamzer. 
Why do we need to repeat this Psaq Halacha? Then Tzricha. When she's a Penduya, and, we, and therefore most people in the world are muttered to her, then it makes sense that we would say, maybe that we would say that she, the, the child can go ahead and marry anybody because we, we don't know what the child's status is. Of a Hassan, the Rav Psulam when it's Rav Psulam, maybe we should be. Now, these, are, these svaras here, just keep in mind. Remember, if we're going in Maila Asubayuchsin, these all did under Abbanan. So it's not really we're focusing on Rav, we're not focusing on Rav. We're just, what is the nature of how Chazal would approach making these people Asur Mutter? If Rav Psulam makes more sense that they would say everybody's Asur. And if they say Rav Kshayna then maybe they would say everybody's Mutter. You could debate that back and forth. Everybody the Shmuel. There's also as far the other way. If she's actually engaged, there's more of a reason to say the child is Mutter. Because there's a, more of a decent possibility that the father is the Aris. So while more people in the world are also to her, there's more possibility she was actually with the husband. And therefore, maybe it shouldn't be also. I'm in a shmuel, so tzricha. So we have to tell us in both cases, Rav and Shmuel hold their shita, that Rav, Paskins like Rav Lazar, the shtuki is also to everybody. Shmuel, Paskins like the Chachamim, shtuki is mutter, at least to a sh- other shtuki and a mams. You don't have to switch around the shitas. And when Rav and Shmuel were talking over here, the status by the Arusa became pregnant, they were not talking about whether that child can marry a mamzer or not. That's not what they were discussing. It could be in that case they have a machlekes. Rav says they cannot marry a mamzer. Shmuel said you could marry a mamzer. That's not what they were talking about at all. My mamzer to come a Rav, love muter mamzeres. Rav wasn't saying she can marry mamzeres. El d'asa bas Yisrael. Rav just said this child is a suffix. Suffix, of course, for my lust to be yuchsin, is also to marry a regular bas Yisrael. And when Shmuel said avlad shtuki, also he meant d'asa bas Yisrael. And they were not discussing whether this child can marry a mom. What is this? What's my is Rabbi Shmuel? They seem to be arguing about something, and they're both saying the same thing. So my Yochi had a When Shmuel said it's a shtuki, he meant Shemeshaskin Kahuna. Shmuel was pointing out that he's puzzled for marrying the child is puzzled for marrying a kain. So of course he's puzzled for marrying a kain. Hashem didn't so much taskin herself. We say this child my lost cannot marry a bas Yisrael. So we didn't kuna be boy. Of course he cannot marry a bas kain or into the kuna. I should say. No, what Shmuel meant was is that we're not sure who the father is, so the kid cannot take Yerusha. Of course, you can't take your pshuta. We have no idea who the father is. How are you going to let the kid take any Yerusha? Somebody, you're right. Let's read the toughest. Shmuel meant that normally we have Allah, but you have Suffolk moment. And someone's typhus and takes it anyways. We say you cannot take it away from him in certain cases, which we'll get to in Seder Nazikin. Maybe you think this is a case like that. Paskin Shmuel, that no. If a Shtuki grabs some of the Yerusha from the person he claims is his father, we take it away from him and we give it to the other brothers. This Shtuki has no rights whatsoever. Okay, and that's all Shmuel meant when he said Shtuki, nothing to do with the Yisrael point. Or, when Shmuel said he's a shtuki, all he meant was is that we can ask the mother who the father is and we trust her. This is what we had before. If they ask the mother and she says, yes, this is from my husband, don't worry about it, everything's okay. That's like we said earlier, so that, that you trust the mother. We're already basking that Allah. This time we had the mission in Ksubis. And she says, Don't worry about it. The father is Kasha Viyasha. We trust her. We don't trust her. So Shmuel already told us we possibly that with her time is Bari. We assume the child is Kasha. And therefore, every Shtuki is a Baduki, like Abba Shol had said. 
So Ratzmicha Shmuel had to focus on it again. Why? In a case where she is a penuya and Rav Ksherinetsa, then then maybe we believe her when she says that the child is kosher. Avalach, where she's already in Arusa, the Rav Psulmetsla, Rav of the world is also to her. She's in Arusa, she's in Asian Zish. we don't trust her. So Tzricha, and this is exactly what Abba Shol had said in the Mishnah, Shmuel is Paskin as well. So you have three or four different ways to understand what Shmuel said. When Shmuel said, in the case of the Arusa Shiva, that she's a Shtuki, but clearly Shmuel holds, like the Chachamim, that a Shtuki is allowed to marry other people. The only question is, is it affects the Arusha, does it affect Kona, or does it affect uh, there's a ability uh, to trust the mother or not. Okay. So, so far we've understand that way in this Machlaikis. We have Machlaikis, Rav and Shmuel. How do we pass it? Tanya. If we paid attention in the Mishnah, when Rebelazar in the Mishnah said that Sveikas are only allowed to marry nobody, right? But Sveikas cannot marry Vadoyim at all. Only Vade Bavade can marry. Sveikas cannot marry Sveikas. The end of the Mishnah, Rebelazar says something in Shiv. Eloin Sveikas, Rebelazar said, Shtuki and Asufi, which those we're familiar with, we've already discussed. And then he throws in Kusi. Where did Kusi come into this discussion? Nobody talked about Kusim until now. So just a little background. What are the Kusim? So the Kusim are when the, the Goyim took out the Asar Shvatim. So one of the things the Asharim liked to do in those days was mix up people, right? Instead of just killing everybody, you just take everybody from Gaza and you put them in France and you take two million people from France and you put them in Gaza and hopefully things will be better, right? Maybe, who knows? Right? So that'll be one way that they, that they used to deal with it is if you move the people around, they lose their national identity. When you move, they lose their national identity. Anthony, they become much less of a threat. So that's what they did. They took all the people out of the Shomron, they moved them up to Assyria, and they brought in a bunch of Goyim to live in that area. One of the Goyim, one of the groups of Goyim, they brought in were people from a place called Kuta. These people were Goyim Sheba Goyim. What happened? They were living there in that area for a short period of time, and they got attacked by lions. Tremendously attacked by lions. And they did... Uh, nowadays, they would just say, okay, whatever, kill the lions. In those days, they wanted to know what was the spiritual reason. Why is God sending lions to attack us? And they realized, what me, we maybe necessarily don't realize, is because they're living in Eretz Yisrael. And Eretz Yisrael won't tolerate people who don't keep Tyre Mitzvahs. And therefore, the lions are attacking us. So the Kusum said, we need to become Jews. If we're going to live here in the Shomron area, which is the part north of Yushalayim, we can't live here as Goyim, because the land won't take Goyim. We need to convert to be Jews, and we convert to be Jews, then the lions will stop attacking us. And they converted. And this is a machleik, as we have in Shasa over and over again. What was the nature of that conversion? Was the nature of that conversion good or not? Were they really being Megayer? Or were they called Geri Arayas? They were only afraid of the lions. If they're afraid of the lions, it doesn't really count. On top of that, whether you say that they were Megayar originally, good or not, the Pusik is very clear that they kept doing Avedizara anyways. Okay, so they were what we call Pateach Ashtay Sifim. They were Jews who also did Avedizara. And the Pesukim says, we'll see in a few minutes, they brought some of the Kainim in from Golas, and they brought some of the Kainim back to teach them all the Halachas, and it became a big mess. And this was a mess that exists nowadays. The Shomranim that we have nowadays in those areas are all descendants of these Kutim, who created tremendous problems with Klai Yisrael. So now, what is the halachic status of these people? So Belazar said in our Mishra, they're Sveikas. Now that's a strange halacha, because we might not know what their status is, but whatever their status is, they all have the same status, Lachara. If they're Goyim, they're all Goyim. If they're Jews, then they're all Jews. So if they're Goyim, then let them marry anybody they want within themselves. Rebelezer said that they're not allowed to marry themselves either. He said, just like a Shtuki is not allowed to marry Shtuki, Rebelezer said, and an Asufi cannot marry a Sufi, a Kusi cannot marry a Kusi. What's the shot here? Says the Gemara. Tani v'chen Rebelezer, a Kusi lo yis a Kusis. Just like a Shtuki cannot marry a Shtuki, a Kusi cannot marry a Kusi. My time, 
That's only Dinder Abbanan. Even though normally a ger, we said, if you hold kal ger, like you're a gal, a ger is allowed to marry a mamzer. And a tenth generation ger, ben acher ben, is really allowed to marry a mamzer. But at some point, Chazal said, you have to stop. Why? Because people don't know that you're a ger anymore. And if people don't know you're a ger anymore, they think you're a ben Yisrael marrying into this family. They think the family's kosher. When really the family's mamzer, but you're from a family of ger. The son of ger, achar sardaris, mutter be mamzeris, become yelch, also mamzeris, only till ten generations. It just depends how long each family that people remember that they're gay. But you see, we put a dinder abonin on them. So maybe you're also the kutim is all usr for a dinder abonin because people forget that they're kutim. So well, what kind of shad is this? I'm going to buy me dummy. If you have a ninth generation gay family and you have a family that's mamzerim, so people forget. Right, these people we know are Mamzerim. These people we forgot that they're from a gay family. So therefore, Chazal said we have to go ahead and asr them because people forget. But. A kusi to marry a kusis, they're both 15th generation kusim. If you remember that they're kusim, so then they're all the same. And if you forgot that they're kusim, then they're all the same. So we're not saying we should allow kusim to marry into Klayusel, but why should kusim be also, also to marry other kusim? Why should this be also? Says the Gemara, Elak Yas Rabdimi Amar Belazer Amar. I'll tell you like shots like this. Rabbi Belazer several could be Shmuel. Must be Belazer holds like could be Shmuel, and Rabbi Shmuel himself several could be Akiva. What is the connection between these two halachas? Like this. Rabbi Belazer several could be Shmuel. Damar Kusim Geyarayasim. Rabbi Belazer holds like could be Shmuel. That says the Kusim are Goyim. Now, if they're Goyim, if you just stop there, okay, so you're Goyim. So good. So you can't marry us, but you can marry each other. Who cares? But Rabbi Shmuel several could be Akiva. Rabbi Chama Evan Abal Basisol Avan Mamzer. He holds that if they married into Klayasol at some point in time, the result of that child, if the mother was Jewish, would be a mamzer. And therefore what? Here it's a little bit backwards. And therefore, we can't allow a kusi to marry a kusis. Because this kusi might be from the, the zera of the family that married into Israel. The child's Jewish. Maybe the child's a mamzer, but the child's Jewish. Whereas the other part of the kusim are goyim goyim. There's a backwards case, Tesis points out. We're afraid a Jewish mamzer might marry a goy. And that's why we can't allow Kusim to marry Kusim. Tesis says that, as the Kasha, the Tesis says, so what do I care if he's a mamzer or not? The point is, he's Jewish. Some of them are Jewish. Some of them are not Jewish. And therefore, we can't let them marry one to the other. So Tesis is a slightly different shot in the Gemara. But leave that alone for now. That's the way Rashi learns it. Says the Gemara, that's all very nice. But we savala bishwal kibi kibi bishwal does not hold a kibi kibi that this child is a mamzer. But Rabbi Yechem b'shem bishwal minay lo v'kham v'evet shabal kahenes val valavia v'basisua v'basisua shapaslua shenemar ubaskoin kisi almona grusha bezera ein law. So we dash it over there. What type of child creates a psul? Mishi esh almona grushin. Only if it's something that's in the parsha of marriage. Yotzav v'kham v'evet shein lo almona grushin. They're not in the parsha of marriage at all. If they're not in the parsha of marriage at all, the child's not a mamzer. And the way Tosfos learns the sugya, we not only saying the child's not a mamzer, but the child would be a goy. There's a big chiddush. Tosis learns, Rashi's not clear if he argues on this, that in the, according to the, we have always, we've had this machalik a few times in the Shas. If you have an Ovid Chama Abal Bas Yisrael, what is the halachic status of the child? The question is, is the child a mamzer or not? What does that mean, not? Tosis learns that our is learning not means, and the child's a goy. Not that he's a kosher ben Yisrael, but he's actually a goy. Okay, so if he's a goy, then marry a kusi all you want. So we're back to where we started from. Says, if a Kiva says it's a Mamzer because it's from Chavi Lavin, then for sure it's going to be a Jewish person and it'll be also in, in Rebbe. So that can't be the Pshat. Ella, 
Rabbi Lazar served like Yishmael. Rabbi Lazar holds like Yishmael that they're goyim, but Dama Kusim Gerer saying, and not that Rabbi Yishmael holds like Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yishmael does not hold like Rabbi Akiva, but Rabbi Lazar himself holds like Rabbi Akiva. Dama Rabbi Kam Heaven Abbas is all about Mamzer, and therefore not Rabbi Yishmael holds that, but Rabbi Lazar himself holds that they're goyim, and if they married into Jews along the way, they would be Jewish Mamzerim, and therefore we have to keep them separate. So even that's not true. The first mission of is that Tsaras Erva had do Yibum or not. We say, according to Basil, a Tsaras Erva, just like an Erva doesn't do Yibum, the Tsaras Erva, the other wife who's married in there, also does not do Yibum. And Beshamay says, no, Beshamay holds that Tsaras Erva does do Yibum. Okay. Even though they argue about that, the Lazar says they clearly hold that a chayve lav will not create a mamzer. A chayve lav will not create. So, according to and what Rashi says, what the point is, is that if, according to Beis Hillel, if this woman who's a tzaras ever does yibum, the child's going to be a mamzer. Because it's an eshes ach shalei b'maka mitzvah. Whereas according to Beis Shammai, this woman who marries out and doesn't keep dine yibum, it's only an eshes lav, therefore the child will not be a mamzer. So everybody agrees on what creates mamzer. But Lamais, you see, Rebbe Lazar holds not like Rebbe Akiva. Rebbe Lazar holds that a chive lav, like marrying a goy, etc., will not create a mamzer. So back to our question. If it's not creating a mamzer, then we're assuming the child from all these kusim are goyim. If they're goyim, then what's the problem with letting them marry each other? There's actually three different pshatim on what is going on with these kusim. They're goyim. And if they're goyim, the truth is I let them marry each other. I don't really care. When we said, I told you before that they... Uh, they're Megayas, they got some of the Kohenim to come teach them halachas. Those Kohenim were Kohenim Psulim, anyways. Shanem Abiyasulim, Mikitsoisam Kohane Bamas, Vyam Rabbachan Rabbechanam, Minakoitsim Shabaam. They were all Apostle Kohenim, anyways, that's nothing to do with our halacha. He was just Derek Hagav saying that everybody who went there was Apostle. Mushamachi Apostolino, and therefore we said Kusim cannot marry into Klai, so they're Goyim. But that would not mean that Kusim cannot marry Goyim in themselves. They can marry themselves, they're all Goyim. Who cares? That's one shot. They're real Jews. And any kain who hung out there was a kosher kain. They were the best kainim. They got the biggest And therefore they're Jews. And if they're Jews, they're really kosher to marry. Why do we not marry kusim ourselves? They had a very interesting halacha. They held that you only do yibum from an arusa. If you had Nisuin, the original marriage, you don't do Yibum. Okay? And therefore, those women did not do Yibum. They married out. And according to Bikib, you end up with cases of Mamzer. My Darshi, they had a funny drasha. What does it say, Achutza? We learn, we always read this Pasuk. That the, the, the sister, the, the wife of the dead person, should not be Achutza, go out, to marry somebody else. Rather, she should marry Yivama. They dashed not like that. They put the comma in a different place. They dashed loisia eishes hamis hachutza. A woman who was an eishes hamis that was chutza that never really did nisuin, she should not marry Ishzar. The chutza is a description of the eishes hamis. Hach the yosva chutza he doesu leizar. Aval hach the lo yosva chutza that did nisuin tia leizar. Okay, so they had according to us, they had yevamos who married out. Rabbi Akiva says, a Yavama who marries out is a Chavilav, which creates a Mamzer. 
So you can't marry Kusim, because they could have Mamzerim amongst them. That still doesn't necessarily mean that Kusim can't marry other Kusim. But here's the third shot. Rashi says, In general, the Kusim did not keep the mitzvahs. As we saw, they did have a Dizara. And therefore, they didn't keep the mitzvahs right. You're allowed to eat matzah of a Kusim on Pesach. It's not Chometz. And you can even use it for. Lel say it's considered lishma. Rebelazer oiser l'fishayim bekiim b'tukukei mitzvahs. They don't keep the mitzvahs that carefully. You don't know. It could be it's chametz. It could be it's definitely not lishma. You're in trouble. Shingam liyalimer kol mitzvah shechzika b'kusim harim dachik miyaisim yisrael. No, what they kept, they kept. What they didn't keep, we didn't keep. You have to figure it out. What's up to our sugya? V'alhacha ma'ayim bekiim l'fishayim bekiim b'taras gitin v'kudushin v'gerishin. They didn't know the halachas. Shavaputa, not Shavaputa, Mekadshin, Ksuba, they didn't keep the halachas properly. If they didn't keep the halachas properly, we don't know what their status is. So if you hold their Goyim, then let them marry each other, who cares? If you hold their Jews, then either if you hold like Rabbi Akiva, that the Suffolk Mamzerim, you'd have a problem. They can't marry each other, because some are Mamzerim and some are not. Or if you generally hold like this halacha of Rabbi that we don't know what mitzvahs they keep. If we don't know what mitzvahs they keep, if they didn't do a proper get, then you have Mamzerim all over the place. And that would be another reason. So if we're going back to our Mishnah, when Rabbi Lazar said in our Mishnah, Kusim are Aser and Sveikas, he meant they're Sveikas because of this. Because we don't know what Chalachas they kept and didn't keep. And therefore, not only are Kusim not allowed to marry Klai Yisrael, Kusim can't marry other Kusim as well. Because we don't know what the Halachic status is. We'll see tomorrow a few more Shittas and Kusim. <laughs>